You're listening to Quick and Dirty History, the show about American history on the go. This episode of Quick and Dirty History is brought to you by Rochambeau, or as you may know it, Rock, Paper, Scissors. One of the most ancient and widely respected methods of settling disputes, or just good old-fashioned entertainment. While the world may never know how paper beats rock, one thing is for certain. We owe this conflict resolution method and American victory in the revolution to none other than the Comte de Rochambeau. So let's find out why. As the fifth year of the American Revolution came to a close, the American cause wasn't looking so good. Congress couldn't even pay the American soldiers. Fortunately, Americans are resilient badasses, and the French Navy was ready to kick some British booty. British Commander General Charles Cornwallis was in Virginia and had just gotten done plundering George Washington's home at Mount Vernon. Cornwallis settled down at Yorktown, planning to spread his massive military and bring the fight into Pennsylvania and the rest of Virginia. British General Henry Clinton was in New York, expecting the Americans to attack there. General Washington and the French commander, the Comte de Rochambeau, were unsure about how to go about attacking the British. While Washington wanted to attack New York, Rochambeau wanted to attack them at Yorktown. The deciding factor was the large French fleet positioned in the West Indies under the command of French Admiral de Grasse. Washington, being the fox and master of disinformation he was, purposely by accident, let letters fall into British hands mentioning that the Americans would be attacking New York. Instead, of course, they would be attacking the British at Yorktown, Virginia. Had the French fleet arrived at any other time, the British would probably have won the revolution. Instead, in August of 1781, that large fleet arrived in Virginia ready for battle. The American soldiers surrounded the British by land, and the French Navy surrounded them by sea. Somehow, the French and Americans arrived together at the right place at the right time. 8,000 British soldiers faced off 17,000 combined French and Americans in perhaps the most pivotal siege of the Revolution. The British had dug deep in a series of fortifications called redoubts. The American and French soldiers dug trenches and positioned a massive amount of artillery aimed at the British. Washington himself fired the first of as many as 1,700 rounds that would crash into the British position each day. Altogether, the siege at Yorktown went on for nearly three weeks, which speaks volumes for the British soldiers. Stunned by the attack, the British were forced to surrender. British soldiers couldn't even believe what was happening. The greatest superpower of the day raised white flags of surrender to the ragtag American Patriot Army. The British played a tune called The World Turned Upside Down as they marched through the American columns, throwing down their weapons in defeat. British General Charles Cornwallis pulled a really douchey move and said he was too sick to attend the surrender. 
Instead, he had his second-in-command surrendered to the French commander Rochambeau for him. Rochambeau denied him, saying he must surrender to General Washington. George Washington, being the class act he was, refused the second-in-command British chap and made him surrender to Washington's second-in-command instead. The British defeat at Yorktown and the continued cost of the war was all the British could take. Although it would require a treaty to officially end the war, the surrender at Yorktown was the nail in the coffin for the American Revolution. When Prime Minister Lord North received news of the surrender a month later in England, all he could say was, Oh God, it's over. Oh, and why do we call rock, paper, scissors Rochambeau? <laughs> well, I got no idea.